this adventure, we talk about how Rob might get a cat, PB got new plants, Outer Wilds, the King of Staten Island, Just Mercy, Unsolved Mysteries, and Quantum League. Those topics and a whole lot more on the adventures of PB and Rob. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. You uh, are, are very active this morning. Yep. And would you like to know why? I would. <laughs> um, well, I woke up super early, I'm mostly just excited about today. And like, I realized I had a whole bunch of stuff that I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I woke up and I did my workout and I like showered did all my stuff that I needed to do in the morning, like feeding the cats and stuff. And I made tea and it was like, not in a rush. I wasn't rushed at all. Just slowly, I even got to blow dry my hair. So that that felt really good. So yeah, I'm like ready to start the day. I think what I've realized, I've realized the trick for me. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday nights when I'm done jamming, I just eat food and fall asleep. <laughs> if I don't, if just I don't, give in. <laughs> just give in. Yeah. yeah. If I fall asleep, then I wake up super early on Thursday, ready to start the day. Mm. If I try to stay awake at a normal time, I, I can't. So that's it. I'm in bed by like 930. <laughs> oh, wow. Or 10. Yeah. Yeah. I fall asleep pretty early. And by in bed, I mean falling asleep on the couch, watching a documentary, <laughs> cuddling my husband. <laughs> I've noticed the thing for me is that I have to treat it like I'm going to work. Like I have to have some sort of urgency on being ready at a certain time. Mm. And then my entire day is more productive because I got that stuff out of the way. I didn't linger in the morning, which is what I yeah. would tend to do. I That won't work for me. Bullying no. myself and giving myself a time. I don't think so. I like to start my work by nine. Like mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. But I don't think if I was like, you know, I don't know if that would work. Maybe I'll try it. I'll try it. Oh, guess what is working though? Yes. I got this. You can't see it. And I will describe it. I, I can see a pattern it, on the yeah, outside the of like pattern. The, yeah. It's, it's essentially, it's a mouse pad, but it's a weekly planner. Oh yeah. So you, you know, you've got your mouse on here and then mm-hmm. every time you look down, it's literally got the stuff that you need to do. Oh but wow. It, it also has water and fitness tracking on it. And then like notes and another slot for other habits that you want to track. And then you just tear the page off every week. And then you've got a new page. Yeah. So I'm giving that a try. And that's been just really nice because Mm -hmm. the moment I remember something, I just write, jot it down. Because I find when I try to whip out my phone and type stuff into my calendar, it just takes too long. It's not intuitive. Like... Yeah. I typo and it just, it's forever. But if I just pick up a pencil and jot it down, then I'm good. We'll find a system that works for you eventually. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to figure it out. I'm, I am determined, tenacious as hell to figure this out. I'm very grateful for the shock mount on my microphone right now because my apartment is literally vibrating. Really? Because More the construction, construction outside. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they'll be done with this construction at the end of this podcast? Like, no. Do you think we'll go, okay, the entirety of the podcast will be... They're currently be putting in a sewerage system for the new cul-de-sac that they're building. Oh, that's right. You told yeah, me Yeah, so about this that. is a massive project. Yeah, so it'll be two years probably. Probably. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, uh, how long do you think this, are we allowed to ask? I 
don't know if there are rules about it. I think we can talk about whatever we want. Well, right. Good call. We made the rules. So, okay. Are we allowed to talk about how long we think the podcast is going to go for? Because we said at the end of... eh, eh, eh. Yeah, but it might have to be way sooner. What? Why? Because I might be back at work in a month. Oh, right. It might be through like August. Yeah. I know. Is that disrespectful? That's probably not at all. Okay. <laughs> That's well, it's, it's a the comedy podcast. podcast so. Yeah, not anything else. There you go. Oh god. <laughs> uh yeah, because the current state of Massachusetts, the th- they said this plan could change and adapt over time, but Massachusetts is actually doing very well as far as things are going. As far as I know, we're only in stage two and we're moving very slowly. And I think that's one of the reasons we are doing so well. But their current plan for schools in September is that everybody's going back and it's like second graders and below have to wear masks and desks are three feet apart. Um, and I'm like, wait, so everything just goes out the window because yeah. we want to fit kids in a room. Oh, no, that's that's scary, actually. Yeah, it's why I'm very, very actively seeking other employment is I am kind of terrified. Yeah, because even though kids are less susceptible, they are carriers. So what protection is that for us? Yeah. Or even just what protection is it for the people they bring it home to? Mm -hmm. You know, like the numbers in the states are kind of scary. Yeah, it's not a good plan at all. I Mm -mm. don't think. Mm -mm. And I'm not especially not for me, the computer teacher who can't do three feet apart for one. And if we do, I have to, I don't know if we have enough time in the day to fit all the classes we would by doing like half a class at a time. Yeah. And then they're all touching the same computers all day. Yeah. You're going to have to like wipe everything down. Yeah. Wild. It's not a good idea. Yikes. That's Just let me keep working from home so we can keep doing this podcast. Everybody's safe. We don't have to worry about the computer lab. I can do my job from home. It's not a problem. Yeah. Maybe you should like make a proposal or something. Yeah. At least your classes are done at home. I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. Things have started slowly sort of opening up back here. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about it last week, though, about yeah, a little bit. specifically like the weddings and stuff, which is stupid. I'm just going to say it. It's mm-hmm. stupid. 50 people at a ceremony, but only 10 at a reception. I'm sorry. Yeah. If only 10 are allowed at a reception, then only 10 should be allowed at the ceremony. Like that's just common fucking sense. Anyway, I'll rant about that for hours. (laughs) In lighter news. Yes. uh, I am. Tell me some lighter news. Is it about air? (laughs) Hey now. (laughs) Hey now. No, this is a thing that you kind of know about already, uh, which is a potential new member of my family. Oh my God. Tell me everything. Okay, tell everybody everything. I've heard a lot of it. I've seen a lot of it, but everybody needs to know. The world needs to know. The world does need to know. About your new family So uh, a week or so ago, my mm-hmm. sister works at an animal shelter. So she is working right now because she has to because yeah. that is an essential uh, position at the moment. And she texted me the other day a bunch of pictures of a new cat litter of like kittens that were literally two weeks old and was like especially like one particular gray one that she was like i see this one every day and i'm like this is the one that you need to save basically yeah so she sent me those and uh 
then she was like, oh, you wouldn't be able to get them for like a month or so because you have to wait two months until they're old enough and they're ready to get spayed and neutered yeah. and all that stuff, which they cover, I guess. Yes. So I wouldn't have to worry about that. But then apparently there's another litter that just arrived and another litter is due like any day now. So there's going to be like lots of options. Yeah. If I if I want to be selective, uh, I would have to schedule an appointment and go down to meet them all and like choose the one that I want and all that stuff. Okay. Are uh, you ready for my snobbery? Yeah. Go get ahead. a boy. Get a boy. Really? Yes. Female cats are very territorial. So I know. they can be very standoffish and kind of like not want to hang out and cuddle. And boys so are like cuddle McGee's. I was actually leaning towards a girl. I knew as a lot of people do, but you can, you still can. I'm just because I had, I had a girl. Oh, and she was lovely. Yeah. I had a cat for 16 years, um, who was like, this is why it's been so difficult for me to like get another one. Yeah. Because it's been like 10 years. Yeah. Since she passed, which is probably like the hardest thing I've had to deal with. But it's, I don't know, I feel like it's time, kind of, and yeah. like all of this has amplified that. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I would get a girl or a boy, like I kind of want a girl just because, yeah. but I also want a boy because it's different. Yes, yeah. Like you don't want to try to replace, you exactly. want to, yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling too. Plus if I get a black cat and it's a boy, it's going to be named Bruce. <laughs> oh my God, that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. Um, I think what'll, ha- what'll probably happen is you'll go in and there will be one in particular girl or boy I that will so. call to you. Um, and the, the truth be told before everyone attacks me with their review this week saying, you know, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, boy or girl. Oh, it doesn't. Um, but it, it really depends on how you treat the cat. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. picking the cat up a lot, if you're handling the cat a lot, is there a kitten, you know, they'll grow up to be cuddle bugs. Like it's mm-hmm. just, you know. That's really all that matters. I've just in in my work with uh, with kitty cats and rescue animals, I've noticed that orange cats have the wildest personalities, and boys are usually <laughs> more cuddly. That's just yeah. what I've noticed in 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 my work. Yeah, yes, uh, <laughs> they hear you. Yeah, yeah, he hears me. What do you think? Do you remember when I thought you were a girl? <laughs> remember when I thought you were a girl until I picked you up? Got a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to get a black cat just because, well, for two reasons, actually, obviously, because it's a black cat and yeah. Batman and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow people still like hold that uh, superstition. Yeah, they do. They do. So black cats are the hardest to adopt out because yeah. people are still weird about that. I'm like, hell no, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like, give me the black cat. Yeah. Bruce. Oh my God. That's cute. That's so cute. <laughs> I'm thinking if it's, if it's a girl. Yeah. Then I would have to think of something else. You're I have, do Batgirl. What's Batgirl's name? Uh, Barbara. Barbara. Or I call her Babs. You could call her Babs. That's cute. It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> did we just name your cat on the podcast? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. That's funny, but <laughs> yeah, that's that. I say there's a good chance of that happening. Uh, my landlord does not allow pets. Oh my. But. I've been here for close to eight years now, which is crazy. I didn't realize it had been that long until I was like looking. I was archiving old Instagram posts and I saw like one where my fridge was delivered. And I was like, holy crap, that was in 2012. That was so many years ago. Yeah. So I didn't realize I've been here for that long. 
in all that time, my landlord has never seen my place oh, since okay. I moved in. So you're just going to like, you're just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Aside from like my neighbors tattling on me, but you know what? They smoke outside. So if now I have leverage. Yeah. You'd be like, <laughs> like yeah. I know they smoke outside, but there's definitely getting in their house and they're not supposed to be smoking on the property. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of lure that over I don't think they're going to care if you have a cat. So. No. But that that's uh, the, the other like kind of thing that I worry about is the financial aspect. Yes. Yeah. That is the biggest holdback. So if I get yeah. a cat, I'm not getting a standing desk. I'm probably not getting a switch. I'm putting yeah. everything aside off. Yeah. Except for the car. Obviously, I have to get that. Yeah. That's yeah. smart. It is smart because I've, I've noticed at least we've been very lucky. We've only had a couple of really big things with cats because they're mostly mm -hmm. indoor. So that will that will obviously make a huge difference. Um, they can't get attacked by other animals or anything like that. So mm -hmm. and then I've it's just the end of life, really. That's yeah. been kind of rough for us yeah, a yeah. little bit but it's rough because it's we know what's coming rather than mm -hmm. yeah anyway we should probably not talk about this i'm gonna get emotional <laughs> but this is very exciting yeah i'm actually shocked that like my my prior cat garfield of course because i was a little oh kid when i God, named her horrible. even though it was a girl that i named her garfield but we called her garfy <laughs> garfy that's so cute but she was an indoor outdoor cat her entire life mm. and made it to 16. lovely so, but she was, she was a hunter. Like she yeah. would bring me home heads of like <laughs> birds and rabbits and like, she was brutal. That's but, my oldest. He, yeah. I watched him catch a bird out of fucking midair once. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. He was an insanely good hunter. Loved being outside. Just loved it. Yeah. But we're in a very, very big city now, you know, so right. we can't responsibly let them oh, out. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. We, I was very fortunate where I lived in the first... The first house I lived in growing up was a dead end road off of a dead end road. Yeah. Like there was no traffic whatsoever there. We had woods behind our house. And then we moved from there to like uh, a log cabin that also had woods behind it. So like she was good. And there weren't any like wild animals kicking around or anything yeah. that we knew of at least. So she was pretty safe. I think, yeah, where I used to live. Uh, I have a wild story, actually. Yeah. From one time, my oldest cat, um, I was on the couch watching TV, and it was really late. And normally he comes in bef like just after dusk, right? So I'm like, I wonder, you know, where where's Morn? Where's my cat? And then I hear him. I hear him yowling outside. And I'm like, but but in a in a way that's like I should clarify the yowl. It was very much the way he cries when he wants me, when he needs me. So mm. I was like, what's going on? So I like open the door. I go outside on my porch and I'm just like, and there he is. I can see him. He's and I'm like, what's going on, bud? What are you what are you doing? And he just meowed again, staying there, not moving, just meowed for me. And yeah. so I walk over to him and I'm like, what's going on, buddy? Are you okay? I thought maybe he was hurt. I bent down and then I saw three sets of eyes in the dark, like oh. animal eyes in the dark, like that had surrounded him. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's coyotes, like just on the, on the edge of the property yeah. here that are like getting ready to pounce on my beautiful baby. So I just immediately picked him up and I was like, oh, yep, let's go. We're going inside. And made a lot of noise and and just yeah i just picked him up and 
stood tall and backed up keeping my eyes on them and then went back inside and i was like oh wow. maybe you should not be outside anymore i didn't realize coyotes were you know so close i i don't know creepy shit creepy shit yeah they're very good at just never being visible yeah even <laughs> though they're right around even yep. though they're nearby yeah it's wild yeah it's pretty crazy uh, so some housekeeping stuff yeah housekeeping Sorry, I don't know why I want to add a theme song to everything that we do. That's fine. So that's it. <laughs> uh, as always, if people want to get in touch with us, you can use the hashtag PB and Rob on Twitter, or you can email us by emailing PB and Rob at thegeekgeneration.com. We have no new reviews this week. That's cool. Not a problem. We did so many last week. Yeah, it was beautiful. We should have saved some. We should have read yeah. one a week. All right. All right. I was, I was hoping more would come in. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, we have a tweet from if Chris, then that, oh yeah, Chris, what's up? Chris says, listening to PB and Rob back catalog, the debate episode with booster Greg. I just had to pause and say that if Pumpkinberry is about to say she wants to live in the world of Yuri on ice, I will die laughing. <laughs> That's a good answer. I wish I had thought of that at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if Yuri on ice could be actually Yuri on ice is such a wholesome universe. That's a is really it? good point. Yeah, it is. Everyone encourages everybody else, even the even your rivals in ice skating. You know, they, they encourage you to do better or they see you do well. And they're like, that just makes me want to do well, but not in a competitive way. Like, mm -hmm. yes, in a competitive way, but in a nice competitive way. I'm going to stop talking about you in ice now because <laughs> mm, I'm feeling a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> I could just keep going. I could just keep talking about it. Meanwhile, I've seen like five or six episodes and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what? How? How? The, I don't beautiful. know. I don't know what's happening in the show at it's, all. Okay. It's a love story. A love story on ice, with the ice, with yourself, and with your coach. <laughs> I That's what it that is. there were people ice skating. <laughs> yeah. That's as much as I could kind of pull out of it. <laughs> that was it. It's good. It's good. Uh, we have an email Ooh. from Sav. Yes, Sav. Hey, PB. Hey, Rob. Why am I doing this again? Okay, always, weekly update. Please. Here we go. Always, always. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, one, I have a new desktop calendar for PB reminders and to dos. Oh, my Feels God. more organized than taking <laughs> notes on paper. Screenshot is attached. Oh, my gosh. Let me send you this. Sav, Sav is going to help catapult me into a state of organization, and I am here for it. <gasps> wow. What is that? <laughs> okay. So maybe forget my notepad. What is this? This is a desktop calendar? Yeah. Okay. I need more details. Where do I buy it? Yeah, like what, what software is being yeah. implemented here. What is here. this? What is this wizardry? So one thing that looks similar that I used to do is Windows had like a uh, an add-on that I don't think is active anymore. Like they mm -hmm. had a lot of desktop apps that I think they've since disabled. Yeah. But one of them was a literal sticky note, like a digital sticky note that you could put on your desktop. And I would have a to-do list running on that all the time. Yeah. So now I just have like a text doc that I leave open, but that... I don't like having a program that sits in my taskbar that I can see all the time and everything. And it's a weirdly, <laughs> I need things to be fairly minimal, but also like still be prominent when I want. Yeah. Them to I, I have this desktop app that I really like um, called tick tick. Mm -hmm. um, and it is like a calendar app that syncs with Google calendar and it's like a reminder, but it's more like I use it for 
stuff that I'm doing that day, like I'll mm. be like, okay, this is the stuff that I need to get done, which is really good. But I don't immediately go to it when I need to take a note. Cause sometimes I have like a million different apps open. Yeah, I'm sure there's actually probably a short key on your keyboard to just immediately show your desktop. And like everything on it? No, like hide everything and only show your desktop. Oh, uh, there's probably. probably a, there's probably, a, I'll have to look that up. There's probably a shortcut for that. Um, but that's, you know, cause I usually have like a million different windows open and I'm like, mm. I don't want to tab out to get to the desktop to write this reminder. Right. Which is why I got this mouse pad thing so that I could literally just do it put, right there. Right there with a pencil. Um, I also like the habit tracking on it, which is pretty cool. Anyway, Saf, cool. thank you. Thank you. I need more info though. I need to know what this is and where Full I can. details. Yeah. What is this beautiful program that you've shown us? Uh, she also says two quote of the week. I am a spider and will not be afraid. Arya the spider Stark. Oh my God. We need, a, we, we need somebody, some brave soul needs to sacrifice their review to leave a review as Arya the Stark. <laughs> just do a revenge just do a revenge review like just i'm coming for we you need PB. A, uh, yeah. we need a sequel yeah yeah i'm coming for you pb don't think i don't know what you've done oh god oh god uh and then finish it up with have a great week and happy podcasting have a great week to you too sav thank you so much i love it that is all of our housekeeping yay housekeeping done all right what are we talking about this week rob do you want to get into things we've been watching and playing sure Oh, God, I finished Dark. Did we talk about that already? We did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will just talk about that forever. Um, I watched this really interesting documentary last night. Well, half of it before I fell asleep. <laughs> um, Icarus, have you seen that at all? No, I haven't even heard of that. It's about the doping in the Olympics and oh. like the when Russia kind of got accused of doing it on purpose, like state funded. I guess doping. Oh, geez. Yeah, they got banned from the Olympics and about Armstrong. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah. It was very, very interesting, very well mm. done. And I can't wait to finish it. But yeah, highly <laughs> recommend it so far. Do you have a hard time when you fall asleep watching something, figuring out the point at which you fell asleep the next time you go back to watch it? Sometimes I'm usually like, What's the last thing I remember? I don't know. I fast forward until I'm like Ooh, I don't recognize that. And then mm. I, so I, then I just back up to the last thing I recognize yeah, yeah. and then hit play. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes I rewatch a little bit, but not too much. It's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad at all. Anything else you've been watching or playing? Nope. Uh, other than Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is pretty badass. It's a mystery in space. You're stuck in a time loop. It's fucking great. I've seen bits and pieces between you and between other people that I've watched yeah. play it. You're not at the end yet though, right? I don't think so. I think I have. I told I told my hubby where I like the last things that I've been doing. And okay. he's like, I think you've got a ways yet. But the problem with that game is that it's there's no linear way for you to discover the world. Right. So then I'll tell him something and he's like, oh, you've already done that. Oh, OK, well, I don't know how much time you have left. Yeah, because you could have skipped over yeah. something else possibly. And yeah, then... I've, I've not done some things, but I've done some other stuff. That's pretty, pretty crazy already. Yeah. So I've never seen the ending. So. <gasps> As, as much as I've seen bits and pieces and it's very intriguing. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even know if there is like one definitive ending just kind of based on that game. I, well, I imagine I there got would a secret be. ending. Oh, I broke the world. You broke the yeah. world. Yeah. Which was pretty fucking wild. So really? um, if you don't want to be spoiled, it's a super secret ending. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this really obscure ending, 
mute me now or skip ahead 10 seconds, <laughs> maybe 30 seconds. Give me 30, 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's about time, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a moment where you've got a black hole and a white hole and you can shoot your, um, I guess little like orb, the probe, the probe. Scout. Yeah. You can shoot your scout. Thank you. You can shoot your scout into the one hole and then it mm-hmm. comes out the white hole before it's entered the black hole. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause it's like time travel ish sure. stuff happening here. So I broke the game by calling my scout back before it got to the black hole, but after it had left the white hole. So then I had two oh. scouts and then the screen cracked and then it was like, you've ended the world. It, was, it literally broke. said that. Yeah, it was like you've caused the end of the world, or you broke the world, or something like that. Yeah, it was really cool. And then the credits rolled, and I was like, uh, "Oh my okay. god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild. It was awesome. That's really cool. I didn't even yeah. know that was a possibility. Yeah. So neither did I. I <laughs> I stood there and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to have to." Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to coast. I'll have to be so fast. That's super cool. Hmm. But yeah, that game's very interesting. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know if it's something I would play. Like, I don't love the constant paranoia of I'm going to run out of oxygen or like I have this amount of time to do this stuff. Like, I feel like there's always a ticking clock on me and I don't love that in a game. Yeah. But I enjoy watching it. I like I like watching the world unfold. But it's it's something that I like watching being streamed because I don't think I would play it personally. Yeah. Which is something I never really realized about Twitch, to be honest. Mm-hmm. is that it's just it's just so comforting to have like you know either a friend or somebody that you really enjoy watching on rather than a, a program that you have to pay attention to yeah. like when you're working and stuff like that i just really enjoy twitch for that for that reason it's just nice to hear somebody else's like life stories or them talking while they're playing it's just i don't know it's magical See, i often can't have that stuff in the background because i want to engage with it yes not not Lurking is very difficult for me still. Same. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to go out and, and, and participate. But when I can succeed, a.k.a. when I ask the mods to time me out, <laughs> which I do a lot, uh, less now, I'd say. I'm, I'm much better at, at being able to just... The thing is, the secret, you want to know mm-hmm. my secret? Sure. Never say hi. <laughs> just That'll open do the it stream, too. never say hi. That way I don't have to be like, okay, now I got to go do my laundry and all the other stuff that I was doing. Just have you up on the screen and never tell you. Are you painting your nails right now? (laughs) Listen, bitch. (laughs) Yes, I am. I'm just asking. I'm not saying in like an attacking way, like you shouldn't be painting your nails right now. I just notice you looking down and I'm (laughs) guessing. Yes, I am painting my nails right now. I cannot believe you called me out on the podcast. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Okay. So for those wondering... Um, I'm using Sally Henson's Bell of the Ball 641. So you Google that or we'll include a, I'll include a screenshot <laughs> in the show notes so you can see what color it is. There we go. Fucking falling apart, Rob. I just wanted to touch them up. Okay. Oh, I'm not judging. No judging. I'm judging myself. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> go on. I've been watching a, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I Like at night, my thing before I go to bed to kind of like get away i know it's still in front of another screen but it's not one directly in front of my face yeah uh is i'll like cool down with some tv or a movie or something like that before i go to bed and i've watched a whole bunch of stuff lately the first of which is a movie called the king of staten island Ooh, 
Tell it me is more. one of the movies that was supposed to come out in theaters, but did not. Oh, so they didn't. opted to put it up for like the theater rentals that are kind of happening right now. Yeah. So this is a Pete Davidson, uh, Judd Apatow movie. So Judd Apatow is the director, producer, Pete Davidson from SNL, uh-huh. co-wrote and stars in it. And the, the kind of tagline is that it follows a young man who must get his life together after his mom starts dating a new man who, like his deceased father, is a firefighter. Oh. So if you don't know, I don't know if you know who Pete Davidson is. I do not. That's fine. He's one of the people on Saturday Night Live right now. Uh, he has gotten a lot of like news notoriety for dating like Ariana Grande, who they got engaged after like a month of dating, and then the oh, engagement wow. broke off, and then like he's dated a lot of other high profile like female celebrities and stuff like that. It is a semi autobiographical uh, movie oh, wow, okay. because his father actually died in nine eleven. He was a firefighter. Oh no. And he lost him in New York as a first responder. So that has been like a thing that has kind of plagued his life, like his mental health and all that. And he has a lot of mental health problems that he's very honest and upfront with. And this was just kind of uh, taking those ideas and like he's he said like his mom never actually started dating again after oh, that. No. But they put that into the movie and uh, made it kind of an, a plot point so that he could deal with it in a way. Do you think it's like, the, uh, this is such a random thing and probably not at all uh, what's happened here, but do you think it's like a weird way of giving his mom permission, not that she needs it? Maybe. But like, I feel like sometimes parents will do that to, yeah. to not upset the kids, I guess. I, I in don't interviews know. about the movie, he's very forward about like, I would. he says like, I wish my mom would date again. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm ready for it. It's fine. Like, go ahead. But it was a really good movie. I would recommend it for sure. And I, I think it, it it's still, uh, obviously, it's still for rent. It went right to rental. Yeah. Okay. But What's that one called again? Because I am the very King of in Staten Island. King of Staten Island. Yep. His mom is played by Marissa Tomei in the movie. I don't know who that is. Uh, oh, really? I think I just don't know who what names. I don't know okay. names. But if I saw their faces, I'd be like, you oh, yeah, that is. person yeah. from that thing. Yeah. You've seen the new Spider Man movies, yeah? No, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say she plays Aunt May in the new nope. uh, Spider-Man MCU movies. I have not seen okay. the new Spider-Man films. Have I just been disowned? I I don't know. Well, I mean, your hubby's the big Spider-Man fan, so yes. that's what and surprises me. I don't know if he's seen them yet either. I don't oh, know. Wow. I'd have to ask him. I'd have to ask him. Time for some movie nights. Yep, time for <laughs> your some homework <laughs> is to watch the two Spider-Man movies in the current MCU and report back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not I'm necessarily taking by that next seriously, week, actually. But, oh, okay. Um, we'll see. I'll see if he wants to watch them. He's probably already seen them, but I'll ask him. Uh, and the the guy she starts dating is played by Bill Burr. I don't know if you know who that is. I know that name, but I don't. Podcaster know who that is. and stand-up comedian. And oh yeah, of course I yeah. know Bill Burr. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another movie I watched recently is called Just Mercy. Is that a horror movie? Wait, 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 wait. You're going to try and guess? I'm going to try and guess. Um, I'm going to say it's a nurse who, because it's you, I'm going to assume it's a romantic comedy. Okay. Okay. I'm going to assume it's about a nurse and it's like she's kind of not happy with her job mm -hmm. and then uh, and then either finds a patient or uh, a patient's son or something like that. And then they fall in love, interesting. you know, like sleep, sleepless in Seattle sure. style 
or no, sure. while you were sleeping. I don't like okay. sleepless in Seattle. It's creepy to me. <laughs> I, I can stalker, see how it would dude. be. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's it's weird. She's she straight up stalks him, and it's fucking creepy. Anyway, you're so wrong. Uh, okay, <laughs> but it's God, okay. Damn it. Okay. Uh, this is a movie that was made free for a weekend, even though it came out in theaters. I think in February of this year. Okay. Uh, but when the whole Black Lives Matter movement started, they made it available to watch for free or for free rental online. Oh, I already like this better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is based on the true story of Walter McMillan, a man wrongly convicted oh, of murder, and his attorney, Brian Stevenson. It takes place in the 80s, and I vaguely recalled some of the story because uh, 60 Minutes ties in with it in a big way at one point in the story. I remember very vaguely, like when it popped up in the movie, I was like, oh my God, wait a minute. This is why this, this story sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, it became a big thing on 60 Minutes. And when I was growing up, every Sunday, my family would watch 60 Minutes together. Yeah. Even though it was kind of like the most boring thing for me as a kid, but then became yeah. more and more interesting. So I remember very vaguely the story being on it. Uh, the lawyer, Brian Stevenson, is played by Michael B. Jordan. And the... Michael Jordan? Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Walter McMillian, the, the guy wrongly convicted of murder, is played by Jamie Foxx. Okay, well, this is like my jam. So It's I, fantastic. Yeah, I will watch this for sure. Very, Just mercy. Very good movie. It's way yep. better than the my assumption. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, you do like your romantic comedies. I do. So yeah. I think it was a safe bet. It was, yeah. It's a safe bet. You don't usually like the murdery stuff. No, but that one was uh, not only did I feel like yes, it was a responsible thing to watch it uh, right now, but I educate yourself. I I do like a, a courtroom drama. Yeah. Like, I, I like things. Thank you, Star Trek. I like things being deliberated. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that was very good. The other one is a movie I think you would very much like. Okay. Uh, it's a movie called The Vast of Night. Ooh, I'm intrigued by the title. Do yeah, I even try to guess this one? If you'd like to. No, not after the embarrassment <laughs> no, that <okay>. just happened. <laughs> uh, this was a movie that was purchased by Amazon. So it is like a globally available Amazon Prime title. So you should have access to it. Okay. Uh, and it's it one again. that we did. We did a watch party on Twitch for this one because it was a globally available one. So this is a very low budget movie. It was made for $700,000, like oh, wow. not even a million dollars. The director, Andrew Patterson, financed the entire film himself. Uh, with earnings from his work producing commercials and shorts. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was filmed in three to four weeks. Do I want to know what it's about? A little bit, okay. because it will pique your interest. Okay. So in the twilight of the 1950s, on one fateful night in New Mexico. New Mexico, huh? What could be around New Mexico? No, no, no. I can no. stop there if you'd like. Stop right there. It's about Roswell. It's about aliens. Okay. Um, tell me the title again. The Vast of Night. The Vast of Night. Okay, what if I watch these two mm -hmm. and report back next week? Sure. Okay. Not that I don't love Spider-Man. I'm just <laughs> not really into the superhero movies right now. Mm, I just feel enough. like they've been doing a lot of them. And I'm not going to finish my thought because I know it's going to break your heart. So. <laughs> and I want every single superhero movie yes, they make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but that's okay. You can have them. Speaking of reporting back, <laughs> there's a thing that uh, no. you were. Oh, no. N- no? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, oh no? no. What's happening? What was I supposed <laughs> to report back on? You know, like the biggest topic of last week's episode. Which was? Unsolved mysteries. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yes. I, I fucking, I don't have the recording though with me, but yes, I totally forgot about that. I've watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's great. I, I had to record it from my phone because I watched it on my couch. Yeah. Um, but I will send it to you and then you okay. can include the bit here. You can just okay. cut it in. But yeah, it's basically me hyperventilating for two minutes straight. <laughs> but yes, it was very good. And um, I, I actually really like that they didn't have a host. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it fit really well. The stories themselves kind of spoke for themselves. Uh, yeah, it was it was very very good. The last the last episode though, I got really upset because it was just like so obvious and also so unjust that I I was like, how can she still be out there? You know, it's like an unsolved mystery. I should know that right, right. nothing ever gets solved. <laughs> But See, that I would just, be the most frustrating thing about that show to me. Like they're yeah. they're giving you acts one and two over yeah. and over again with no resolution ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. It's so good, though. It's so good. If anybody was waiting for my review before going to watch it, it is so incredibly good. It's the spirit of unsolved mysteries today. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's modernized, the camera cuts, the way they're telling the story. Something that I really enjoyed is that, you know, one, as they're all collectively telling the story, somebody might say, you know, oh, yeah. And then I went over to, you know, ask, you know, his best friend, Rob, and then it immediately cuts to the best friend, Rob, and Rob says, mm. and then I was, you know, yeah, it's just very fluid storytelling. Um, yeah, it's great. They do a phenomenal job. It must have taken a lot of legwork to put yes, all that stuff together. Yes, because they, they, they also do research. They also kind of like follow up. It's not somebody just sitting there saying, you know, here's my here's my story. It's very mm-hmm. much in the old vein of the Unsolved Mysteries where they would go and investigate and show you all the pieces of the investigation. They would talk to as many people as they possibly could. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's great in that regard. Cool. Yeah. A plus. A plus. I can't wait for more. Hopefully it's already been renewed and they're already working on a second season. Hopefully. If they can even do that safely, socially distant. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they could. Dude, there, can I just, can we, can, can we just talk about like one episode in particular? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. There was a guy in France who murdered his entire family and his two dogs and is still at large. What the? F- yeah. Nobody saw it coming. And he just, it like all of the evidence points to him doing it. Like it was, yeah, it's just a wild episode. If you watch any of the episodes, watch that one. I think it's episode number three. Do they have even a suggested motive? They do. They have a suggested motive. I believe it, to be honest. Um, It surprises me. It shocks the hell out of me. Hmm. But uh, they also kind of sort of tie that one up in that they just don't know where he is. Okay. So they're hoping that by airing the episode, someone will recognize him and phone in some information. Oh, but wow. yeah, they, they pretty much have everything they need to make an arrest, but they can't because they don't know where he is. But they, the last thing they saw was him like driving on 
CCTV. Like he's he's been caught on footage stopping at gas stations, driving away mm -hmm. by himself without his family because he knew oh, they were geez. dead, you know, and he walks off to like a mountain is and he like looks back at the camera before he does it like hi come get me if you dare and he walks off and then he's Yikes. never seen from again his credit card stop everything is done oh wow yeah and i'm watching that screaming at the cops being like that's misdirection he's not actually dead out in the mountain somewhere <laughs> yeah but he, he he's he had like his, hermiting like, in the mountains he, he had his rifle with him oh, so they were like well maybe he went to kill himself so they went and scoured uh, the mountains and i'm thinking like no he did that so that you would go scour the mountains and he fucked off somewhere else right and you'd yeah. assume he's dead now yeah and well they don't think so they think he's probably somewhere i think they said like argentina i'm not sure but he he mm -hmm. had a couple of places that he really liked and he was he was fluent in some other languages so it's great because they show him disappearing and then they cut to like his closest friends at the time who were like nah he probably went here and they all say the same thing they're not in the same room or anything so it's just kind of interesting that huh. they're all like no he really liked this place he probably went there that's interesting yeah it's wild it's also just horrifically sad so you know if you it's horrifically sad because he kills his entire family. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a hard time with that episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna watch that. But that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't. Fair enough. You stick to superheroes. I'll stick yep. to my PTSD. I don't know why I watch the shit that I watch. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with me, Rob? What's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Couple games. Yeah. I started playing a game that I've wanted to for a while and never really got around to, which is Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, that is yeah, that I'm, gonna, I'm going the exact opposite. Yep. I'm playing Wii games. I have that. And I also yeah. never played it. I think I played like the first level. You know what? I might set up my Wii. That's a wow. That's what I've been streaming lately is maybe phrasing on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to set up my Wii. We stuff. I just can't. Who thought of that? It's the worst name. It I is still the worst don't name. Know. Why would you? Why would you? We. That's one of the reasons that having That's the why Switch they did it. is a good thing now because we're out of we territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why they did it because yeah. of the sound you make when you're like having fun Wee. on go karts. We. Probably. I don't Probably. know if that's actually true. Still such a bad idea. It's such a bad uh, idea. But it's been nice. Bad idea. It's been nice to go back to a game that's just like about mm. a game. Like I don't have to get invested in anything. I'm just yeah. like having fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm accomplishing something, even though it's saving the princess again. It's yeah, it's fun. It's just so at least fun. you know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> How do they look? They look great. Thank you. Talking about the nails for people that yeah. are listening. <laughs> Which is everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, another game that uh, was played on my channel, which I think might be of interest to some people. And uh, the reason that I want to bring it up specifically is because the only kind of downfall about this game is the low player base at the moment. It is an early access, but it is an arena shooter. Uh, shooter? An arena shooter. Which is that where you're like... Oh no, that's a schooner PB before you make an ass of yourself making a boat. A boat joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I made an ass of myself because I said the thought process out loud anyway. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Have a chuckle. I All immediately right, caught on. a mall rats and the schooner <laughs> and the magic eye. The the game's an arena shooter, which you need a an online player base to do, mm -hmm. or else what happened during the stream is that 
uh, SK kept going against the same person. Oh, no. Because the player base is just very low right now. Fortunately, mm-hmm. they had sent us a couple keys, so I loaded up mine, and uh, we kind of just played against each other for a while, which was still very fun. It's a game called Quantum League. Quantum League. Yes. That sounds pretty cool. So the name is super cool, but the game concept is even cooler. And I think as someone who enjoys time travel... I was just going to say, is there something quantum yeah. leapy about it? Tell me so more. So the way that the game works is it's either 1v1 or 2v2. Uh, you're in an arena. There's either deathmatch style gameplay right now, obviously, where it's mm-hmm. like kill as many times as you can. Or it is uh, point capture, where uh, the person that capture represents the, the most on the point in the middle at the end of the round wins. But the way that it works is the super unique part. So even though it's 1v1, mm-hmm. it ends up becoming more than that because each round consists of three time loops. Shut up. Yeah. So <sighs> when you are playing, you need to think about what you're doing and what you think you might do at all times. No, like you as a player, what am I going to do? So the way it works is you can set like what the time is, I think from like 15 seconds to 25 or 30 or something like that. By default, it's like 15 seconds. So the, the rounds are very quick. Within each round, there are three loops. As you start, it's just 1v1. You do your normal thing, right? Mm -hmm. Then the loop ends. You both rewind. You play, you both play your second loop while that first one replays. That's so cool. Yeah. But that first one is just as viable as you are. So you can get shot by yourself if you're not careful. Oh my God. Like your past self. You can shoot their past self or their past self can shoot you. Oh, I'm immediately thinking of like an opening move is going to the empty capture point and just shooting around it. To delay for time. Yeah. I never thought to do that. Because you can you can kind of uh what is that crowd control ish. Right. Like, okay, I'm not letting you honestly. I don't know if you have enough time to get over there. Yeah, maybe. And that might be on purpose. That might be by design. I'm gonna have to check this out. Quantum, what is it? Quantum league. And it goes through the three loops. But the other thing that's crazy is because you can play with time and the way that it works, uh, when you get shot, you don't die. You desync. So when you desync, you don't just stop playing that round. You keep going because what you could do is those actions after you desynced could come back. So oh, let, wow. not to not to <laughs> push your brain too hard in the morning. Oh, no, go on. But, I love time uh, travel. What can happen is, let's say that you both play your first loop. Mm-hmm. You get shot and desynced and then you keep doing whatever. It rewinds, you go to the second loop. If you, with your second person, Mm -hmm. shoot that first iteration of them before they shot your first iteration, you have broken that timeline and your first one never gets shot and continues the actions that you went through before you or after you got desynced. Holy shit. So now you resync and then it comes back. But then on the third loop, they could take out the one that shot that one. And save themselves. Yes. No. It's crazy. That is so fucking awesome. Okay, I have, to, I have to check that out. I, idea. Yeah. yeah. And their only problem right now, and yes, they could have a little more like, you. they have different weapons you can use and everything. 
uh, and they could use a few more game modes. But the biggest issue with the game right now is just not having the player base to yeah. support the game. Yeah. But like as far as shooters go, friends, right? You can totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then I think that's fucking awesome. I don't know if I would want to play against strangers. Yeah. Aside from Overwatch, like I've never loved first person shooters, yeah. especially yeah. online things. Yeah. But this game is so much fun. I'm going to have to check it out. It sounds right up my alley, just yeah. mechanics wise, but also it just, that's so cool. That's it's really taking it great. to another level. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And the aesthetic's good and everything, and everything is satisfying about it, like shooting people. And yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I love you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you shoot someone, you want it to feel good. Okay. <laughs> Plus, okay. nobody dies. Yeah, nobody actually dies. They're just desyncing. Desyncing. Yep, that's it. Removing the responsibility from that. But yeah. yes, you're right. I wa Oh, I lied. I watched that documentary, Killer Instinct. What's that one? Um, it's about the Killer Instinct video game and like how it was mm. made. And it's it's just got a documentary about fighting games. It's free on YouTube. Uh, if you're interested, check it out. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, it's it's incredibly interesting. They did this thing where they increased the volume because it was an arcade game okay. first. So they did this really ingenious thing where they leveled the whole game, mm -hmm. but then they had when specific combos were done, the guy who shouts combo, he does it like two or three times louder than the rest of the game. So oh. the the person who will come in to set up the arcade game, they buy the, the game for their arcade, they go in, they have the regular volume level, they set it according to the game, not realizing that when somebody gets, you know, crazy combos going, it's going to be super, it's going to be the loudest thing in the arcade and everyone's yeah. going to be like, what the hell is going on That's over there? That's so smart. And it drew a crowd. Yeah, it's just, it's just very incredible. It was super interesting. And it's also relevant to the gaming industry. So I yeah. thought I'd check it out. But yeah. I remember that game being so much fun. Mm. I've been watching a lot of documentaries, I realized. Apparently. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm on a documentary kick. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched any in a while. I, I saw one that I was going to watch and then I read the synopsis and read the responses to it and I was like, oh, okay, I get it before I watch it. Yeah, before I, I, If I watch do watch it. docs, it's a lot of like nutrition and food ones. Oh yeah, okay. And fitness. Those I like to watch me. those. Yeah, they can be depressing yeah. just when we see like the lies we've been fed yes, for yeah. so long that's really uh, that's honestly that's really what bugs me about it like just looking at you know the science behind everything and you know obviously i try to be very i also try to be very careful when i'm watching food ones because i'm like mm -hmm. who funded this yes absolutely. because you know? that's a huge deal um but seeing that a lot of our education on health was funded by the dairy industry mm -hmm. for such a long time is heartbreaking and then um you know just just that moment of realizing like oh they're not looking out for me they're looking out for their wallets yep. and that's just how it's been this whole time and you need to learn to think critically about everything you're doing yeah and everything that you're learning yeah i don't i don't think people have like gotten as strict as they should have about not allowing marketing to misrepresent yeah stuff yeah or the way they market to kids as well oh god yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really insidious i think i realize because i just heard in my head somebody who's listening to this podcast go oh, mm -hmm. oh okay food documentaries are too depressing for you pb but you can watch murder you, you're a murderino <laughs> what is wrong with this girl i don't know welcome to my life i have no idea why 
I find well, that you're not actively being murdered, but you are actively being lied to by food companies. Yeah, well, I hope I'm not actively being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> one you can kind of detach yourself from. The other one is right in your home. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big difference. Yeah, and I I think my weird fascination with it too, and I mentioned this last time, is just from this point of like, let me consume and learn everything so that I know how to protect myself in like mm-hmm. a weird, weird sort of uh, way. But yeah, anyway. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, that is it for no. me. Oh, okay. Well, I, one more thing. Yeah. One more crazy thing. I I got more plants, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I only got two more new plants since okay. we last talked, I think, right? Because I told you I ordered a bundle. Uh-huh. And like five different plants came in the mail and then I, I went to the store to get some and then I came home with two plants. Did I, did I mention that last time? I think no. I did because the masks I talked about. Oh, the, right. How the yeah. Store you mentioned that you went brutal. to them. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, check this out. I got a book <laughs> that I have devoured. How not to kill your house plant. <laughs> I would need 50 of those. Survival tips for the horticulturally challenged by Veronica Peerless. It is adorable, first of all, and I have already learned so much, Yeah. but I think I might know what is killing my dumb cane. Have I told you about this? No. For like six months, it's just been kind of not unfurling. Like it's got new growth, new baby leaves are coming up, but they don't ever unfold themselves and say hello to the sun. Oh. So I've had a couple of people say it might be spider mites, but I've, I've really thoroughly investigated this plant. I don't think that's it. But I got some neem oil and some other stuff and I'm just like, I'm learning essentially. And I'm really loving the process of learning what it means to be a good houseplant keeper person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I won't go into crazy details about it, but I just, I've been really enjoying the process of taking care of these plants. Have you noticed a difference in that particular plant or is it still too early? Um, It's still too early to tell. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to spray it a couple more times. I've only done one application of it, but then I also think I need to move it to another room. Because I oh, think okay. it's I think it's a dry air issue and draft issue, mm. um, and maybe it's too bright in the corner where it's located because its leaves are also really pale. So I think that's okay. I think according to this book. So we're gonna see. But I've already made some other changes to some other plants in the house, and they're they're like perked right up. It's great. I'm just nice. so happy. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I got. All right. That's all I got. Thank you for chatting with me this week. Thank you. Hmm. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Yeah. Bye. Oh, wait. We can't end there. Duncan. I was, I was going to say, we almost made it yeah. through a whole podcast. No. I, I didn't know if they were ready and waiting. He's sleeping right here on my Aww. chair. He's so cute. But look, he's ready. The Adventures of PB and Rob is a production of The Geek Generation. If you like this show... Be sure to check out our other podcasts on the Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. You can follow me, Pumpkinberry, on Twitter and Twitch at Pumpkinberry. You can follow me on Twitter at the Rob Logan and on Twitch at The Geek Generation. The best way to support the show is to rate and review our adventures on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we may read your review on an upcoming episode. If you'd like to further support the show and get access to exclusive bonus podcasts along with other perks, you can visit our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com/support. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. <laughs>